we talk over and over and over again about the, the vital nature of communication, but communication has many, many different forms. And this is yet another one of those, which is the ability to say, mm, that doesn't work for me, as opposed to, yeah, 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 and just blowing it off, is what keeps, can keep you in the conversation and away from being passive aggressive. Are you being passive aggressive toward your spouse? Dr. Noelle Nelson has answers on how you can more effectively communicate without starting another fight. Stay tuned. We have a ridiculous limited time wine club special going on right now. Go ahead, open your browser while you're listening to this, visit hitchmag.com and click the wine club link to find out the details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again with the fabulous Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Uh, so for those who are tuning in for the first time, Noelle is a relationship expert, a popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is also the author of many best-selling books. Uh, her most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful, and uh, another recent one is Dangerous Relationships. She also has some uh, business books out available on Kindle readers, so the app, not necessarily the hardware device, um, which you can download for free. Uh, Make more money by making your employees happy is one, and Got a Bad Boss, Work That Boss to Get What You Want at Work is another. Check those out. They are fantastic. Um, And speaking of, um, well, nah, that's a terrible segue. I was going to say something about being bossy, but that's not going to work. We are are talking today about um, getting into arguments with your spouse and I guess burying your head in the sand and then uh, being passive aggressive. Um, And we, you know, we don't want to get upset. We don't want to show those emotions um, because we don't want to fight. But what you say, Noel, is that the head in the sand approach can show up as this passive aggressive behavior, which is actually worse for the marriage than a fight. What do you mean by that? Well, First of all, Steve, let's talk about what passive-aggressive is, because to a lot of people, it just means being, eh, you know, kind of snarky or sarcastic. But in fact, passive-aggressive is when you're upset by a situation or a person, and you would love to be aggressive. As a matter of fact, that's the one thing you're raring to do. Mm -hmm. But since you don't want a direct confrontation, you put a lid on it. And your aggression leaks out in indirect ways. Okay. So in a sense, you're passive. It's not completely true. You're not inside. You're, you're, you're roiling like anybody else would be. But on the surface, you appear passive. And then your aggression just leaks out in these indirect ways. So the aggression is there. But oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's coming out of not just screaming or yelling or getting into some sort of argument or hostility. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. leaking indirectly. So would that be like smiling when what you really want to do is to lash out at someone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Only we've all seen that smile because someone's done it to us or we've done it to them. And it 
it looks really forced and insincere. It's like almost like teeth being bared mm-hmm. as opposed to a genuine smile. And, and, you know, anybody can sense the difference. Yeah. But more commonly than sort of the, the smile looking like you know, you're ready to be a vampire, it's agreeing that you'll do something you don't really want to do. And then, and here's the, the passive aggressive part, procrastinating about it until your mate is ready to tear their hair out. So you'll do something half-baked, you know, or you'll forget. Now, that's really a classic, mm-hmm. especially when it's a repeated behavior like forgetting to call when you, you're going to be late, yeah. especially if you and your spouse have had that conversation, okay? It's not like new about how important it is to call, and yet you keep forgetting. Yeah. Now, what that often would mean is that there's something, Steve, about calling when you're going to be late that upsets you or pressures you. That's when we don't think of a lot. Or in, or in some other way, puts a demand on you that you don't really want. But you go along with the supposed couple decision that you made so as not to get into another fight. But – I mean, I, I I can't assume that it would be good to get into fight after fight, though, right? Of course it's not. No, of course not. But what is good, and see, here's here's where, you know me, I always like to step back and look at the big picture, right? Sure. What is good is not to agree to stuff you're not fundamentally okay with in the first place. Uh-huh. To have the courage, and it takes courage, it really does, and to care enough about the long-term health of your marriage to hash it out until you both can genuinely agree on whatever the solution is. And hashing it out doesn't mean fight. It means talk it through, think it through, brainstorm creative solutions. But that, as you well know, Steve, that happens way back here when nobody's horribly upset, right? Yeah. And you and you actually have half a chance of speaking rationally. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think of like this type of passive aggressive behavior and how it could come about. And part of me feels like, you know, when your spouse says, Oh, be sure to call or whatever. And and you just say, okay, I think there's part of that has to do with being present at that moment and understanding what you're agreeing to. um, Mm -hmm. And, and understanding like what the repercussions are um, where I feel like a lot of people get in trouble, particularly with this passive aggressive type behavior is they rather than addressing the issue right then and there at the moment they're just trying to move on they're not trying to it may not even be that they're well yeah i suppose it would be that they're trying trying to avoid a an not necessarily maybe an argument but they're trying to avoid a longer discussion on something so sure somebody and might it's say, because it's oh i was just going to say you know somebody might say you know be sure to call the doctor and um okay i'll call the doctor And then you walk out the door because you don't want to get into the, uh, I don't want to take the time off of work or I'm afraid of what the doctor might say, which might be a really serious one that has a really deep conversation involved. Uh, So you just say, yeah, okay. And then two days later, did you call the doctor? No, I didn't. Well, when are you going to call the doctor? And then you have this repeated pattern. And then so and then you say, okay, I'm going to call them today. I'm going to call them today. And then, you know, when then we start getting the fake smiles and the gritting teeth and uh, the passive aggressive indirect aggression begins to seep out. Uh, But it's really this underlining. I'm afraid of what the doctor's going to say because I haven't been exercising in 10 years. (laughs) 
Right. And a lot of that is actually when it comes to your spouse is I don't want to get in trouble with you now. Yeah. I don't have the time to get what I would like to say you say to you, husband of mine, wife of mine, whom I adore is I'm scared to call the doctor. I don't want to call the doctor. Calling a doctor is, is going to put me in a crazy place. I, I just don't have the brain power, the time, the, the patience to deal with that. That's what you want to say to your spouse. Mm-hmm. But you don't. Because as you said, you're either in a hurry or whatever, or you think it'll go by. And you don't circle round later that day or that evening when you guys are together again and say, you know, honey, I kind of blew you off with, yeah, yeah. And what I really needed to say was, in other words, we don't tend to do that. Yeah. But if we did that, A, we wouldn't have a confrontation and B, we wouldn't be passive aggressive. Yeah. I mean, you, I I think you put it perfectly earlier when you said it takes courage and doing that type of thing does take courage. And, and, you know, some of it might not be a courage thing. It might really be like you're walking out the door and your spouse drops this bomb on you. Um, right before you're, as you're opening the door, like, oh, don't forget to do this. And you really don't have time to. Um, but-, but that's not passive aggressive, Steve. Passive aggressive, frankly, is usually a repeated behavior. Yeah, but I was, I was, I was going to continue my story and then say, then you come back Sorry. and you never, no, 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 it's fine. I, I was just going to say, but then you come back and they ask you, did you call the doctor? And the passive aggressive behavior is you didn't want to, even though you didn't have time to get into the conversation then. And then you repeat that process later in the day by saying like, oh, no, I didn't have time today. I'll call them tomorrow. And then here we go. We're off and running because you don't want to have that conversation. That is a very good point. And once again, that's where the courage kicks in. Yeah. You have to at that point, at that point, you have an opportunity to say, you know, you're right. I didn't. And I don't feel good about it. But I'm in a real quandary here. And that's where you can ask your spouse for help. Yeah. I mean, come on. This is your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. This I've... in a halfway decent marriage is your support system. And more often than not, if you then say, I'm scared, which is real hard, not just for guys, but believe me, for independent women as well, mm-hmm. to say, I'm scared or I, I, oh, I just don't want to do this. I mean, I can't think of um, – uh the specific circumstances of this, but I know there have been times in the past, uh, one, one really, but again, I can't really remember what it was that I was supposed to do, but my, my wife, um, asked, has asked me several times, uh, over probably a couple weeks to ask me to do something. Um, and I kept saying like, okay, okay, okay. And then I wouldn't do it. And I could tell that she was getting frustrated and it, and again, I probably need to go see somebody myself to figure out what this was about. <laughs> um, but I, I kept putting it off and I kept putting it off. And um, and eventually I did tell – because I could see that it was getting her upset and I really wasn't trying to take a stand in any way. I eventually – I remember telling her, you know what? I, I don't know – like I, could you just do this thing for me that you keep asking? Mm-hmm. Um and and she did, and that was the end of it. And and again, this wasn't anything big, and this wasn't a doctor's appointment or anything like that. And I can't, re- and I feel terrible for even bringing this up because I can't give the full context of it. But I just wanted to throw out um, some sort of, of admittance that I have been in this position myself, where I have been asked to do something and I have put it off, and I could tell my spouse was getting frustrated, and I had no. Uh, logical reason for it and we resolved it by basically she could see that it was something that I just wasn't doing um, and it Mm -hmm. clearly meant more to her than it did me 
um, for whatever reason. And we had the conversation. We we did finally address it in that <laughs> she took it off my hands and it was done. It was like a, like I said, it was a very minor thing. Um, but I've been there. So I, I, I totally understand how this can evolve and escalate. And, you know, it takes courage even to say, I don't know why I'm resisting this so badly. I just don't know, honey, but I can't do it. Mm-hmm. That takes courage, too. And we've had, I mean, we've, I know we've had like house cleaning things where it was like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't like cleaning the bathroom. Like I will clean mm-hmm. the kitchen, the living room, the bedroom, the the outdoors. Like I will clean everything, but the bathroom. And she, she's like, I'll, I'll clean the bathroom. That That's fine. And that was it, you know? And mm-hmm. it was because otherwise it was, did you clean the bathroom today? Did you clean the bathroom today? Did right. you clean the bathroom today? Right. And I was like, no, not yet, not yet. And it's because I don't like to clean the bathroom. Like there's, for whatever reason, like that's the one place in the house that I don't like to clean. Um, right. And, but we had to address it. We, ha- I, ha- I had to admit that I didn't enjoy it. Uh, whereas I was willing to take on more stuff around the rest of the house to come to some sort of like agreement about it. Right. So and that's fair enough. But you yeah. had the conversation. We well, had the, the conversation. That I guess that's yeah. the ultimate point that I'm trying to get at is yeah. you yeah. have to have these conversations because yep. if you ignore them, they will not just go away. They will stick with you. Right. Right. Um right. and and one of the one of the other things that you mentioned, Noelle, is that um you ha- like you shouldn't just smile when what you really want to do is scream. So what, what outside of just having this conversation, do you have any other techniques mm-hmm. or how we should be responding more appropriately? Sure. Sure. Um, you know, the, the first thing would be to say things like that doesn't work for me when you're asked to do something that you can feel your, your inner desire to, you know, be a braving banshee saying just that doesn't work for me or, Something like, I need to give that some thought. Or anything else that actually keeps the conversation going genuinely. Because mm-hmm. that what, that's what it's about. I mean, we have, we, and, and by that I mean all of the, the experts at Hitched Mag and yourself, we talk over and over and over again about the, the vital nature of communication. But communication has many, many different forms. And this is yet another one of those, which is the ability to say, mm, that doesn't work for me, as opposed to, yeah, yeah, yeah and just blowing it off is what keeps can keep you in the conversation and away from being passive aggressive. I think that's the key. Keep you engaged in the conversation. Yeah. Because we, we do like to get out of conversations as quickly as possible so we can move on and move forward. But the problem well, is, is we're not moving on. <laughs> right. Especially when it's a conversation you don't want to have. <laughs> yes. It's partic- yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Uh, yeah and and i i i mean this this i i feel like we beat a dead horse um with this whole communication stuff but it really is mm-hmm. 99 i mean you know when you talk about like the earth and the human body and how it's like almost all water but mm-hmm. there is so much complexity to that kind of a statement and that's how i feel it is with communication within a relationship mm-hmm. yes it's 90% communication but there are so many subtle complexities that make it the i mean the variety is just can be overwhelming sometimes with 
all the stuff you're supposed to know and figure out and learn, um, mm-hmm. which is why we keep coming back to this point of how you properly communicate. So, um, and, I, and, you know, what are some simple tools like saying that doesn't work for me can apply to an awful lot of things. Yeah, exactly. And, and even, even if, uh, you, you aren't ready to talk about it at that point, being able to right. put a pin in it and saying like, Hey, you know, let's mm-hmm. this weekend, let's talk about this mm-hmm. and figure out mm-hmm. how we can resolve this issue. Like there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that either. And that will at minimum buy you a couple days until the weekend hits when you have to address yep. it again. Um, but yeah. at that point you haven't ignored it. You have addressed it on some level. Um, right. whether you resolve it over the weekend is another ma- matter, but, um, Right. You're not ignoring it anymore. You're engaging it, um, right. which I think is the first step. So, Well, and you're being present in the relationship. Your word, Steve, which I really like, you're being present in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, for those listening who find themselves in this situation, I, I, I sincerely hope uh, my uh, – my, I don't know if it was a completely appropriate examples that I was giving that were fully colored for you, but um, hopefully uh, they gave you some insight into uh, a common scenario where this can unfold. But I think Noel gave uh, better examples. Uh, but the tips, the tips were, I think, very crystal clear. So hopefully you can take those and um, be present, be engaged, um, and and address these passive-aggressive behaviors that you may find yourself in the middle of. So uh, I hope this was another episode that you bookmark and check and refer to if you have trouble in the future. So um, I want to thank you for all this fantastic advice, Noel. as always. My pleasure, Steve. Uh, So I want to remind you guys again that you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of many best-selling books. Her two most recent relationship books are Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Her two most recent business books available on Kindle readers, download the free app for all your electronic devices, is Got a Bad Boss, Work That Boss to Get What You Want at Work, and also Make More Money by Making Your Employees Happy. They are fantastic. You will want to download these and you will want to read these. They are great. You can get this information at her website, uh, noelnelson.com. You can find it on our website, hitchmag.com. If you have listened to – we're going to set up a new rule here. If you have listened to five or more episodes, uh, it's a new rule. You have to give us some sort of rating on iTunes or Stitcher because that is your – that is how you – that, that is your payment for getting this fantastic information and what you're really doing by giving a rating. What, you know, and we want honest feedback um, is it will allow other people to find this information more easily based on what you say about it. So uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, and if you have any comments or questions, we'd love to hear those too. And you can reach out to us on the social networks. We are on Hitch. <laughs> you can find them on Hitch, but we are on Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, uh, Google+. We're on all of them. I, I know you've heard that spiel before. So um, if you have any comments or questions, uh, please drop us a line on those things. And uh, we will address them as best we can uh, because we are here to serve you uh, so we appreciate your engagement Um, but uh, until next time that is going to do it 
for us. So thank you once again, Noel. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. All right, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. The world is ours tonight. The world is ours tonight.